What can I say about Jimmy Savile that countless others before me haven't? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, he never raped me. Huh. Wow. I bet it wasn't for a lack of trying. Fuck you, Jimmy Savile. This was just supposed to be a test. Don't do me like that. No, we're live. I told you I was going live. Yeah, to test. No, you don't go live. You said to I'm test. just going to go, go live for a couple live. seconds real quick. I never once said that. Look I, at I something. Said, full disclosure, going live. No, there was a, there was a sub, little bit of sub speech there. You fucking tricked me and you know it. And you fucking know it. You love it. No, not so much. I wasn't ready. To do what? I wasn't ready. Um, you, you know I have my preparations and H, stuff. I yes. have to. He's got to put his preparation H on. Yeah, we don't have any viewers or nothing. Nobody's coming sure. for nothing ever. Yeah, make sure I don't have any boogers. Or, you know, I can't see your boogers anyway. Whatever. Like sticking out. I mean, I've been recording our audio for at least ten minutes now. You're a dick. Mm-hmm. Just the audio part that yeah. I can edit and we didn't say anything crazy. That's just me talking about cool science shit that nobody else but me is interested in. Well then, is it objectively cool? It is totally cool because I said it is, and uh, that's not how things work. And no. since you weren't able to listen, I'm gonna do a whole episode based on these studies and remember earlier when I said implications. every time Amy talks to me, I wish I had a gun to blow my brains out. Fuck you. I'm not equating you to harm's eye. And that has become, like, the worst fucking insult to anyone in our house. What, blow your brains out? No. Just to them? Uh, that they're like Amy. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. They don't listen to our show. Um, Neither does anyone else. <laughs> that's fine, too. No, I'm serious, though. I'm totally going to do an episode. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, that's cool. I, I did it. And I, totes, totes, 100% dig. Wind it around some other cool shit to stay in context or whatever, but, yeah. Screw you guys. We we we're more than due for for a new, you know, well for a new alien or UFO episode, yeah. like times ten. Man, uh, we haven't done a conspiracy in who the fuck knows how long. I mean, because yeah, this this month. Sorry for missing the last month, folks. Uh, things happen. We're adults with families now. When we started this show, we were both uh, just just two uh, wild and crazy guys. And living our own life, you know, living, Indeed. living the, the, you know, full of piss and vinegar and, and more piss most likely because Chris is totally into piss. But I had a bunch of bottles of it <clears throat> all the time. Uh, yeah. Don't, I, I won't talk about the time that you almost pooped yourself. I won't. Or the time that you did. You mean plural? No, the, the Walmart one where you, 
Like, oh, that's what you the only one I told you. You finished halfway. <laughs> he uh, he he was a a premature poop e- e- eject- ejector. Is that what you would call it? Right down his pants on the way to the Walmart to do it in with dignity. But you know, ins- instead, he karate kicked it out. <laughs> that's yeah. You, you know what? You Full- ate me on. Full on, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you shouldn't. Truck drivers uh, tend to be put into some pretty shitty situations. Ah, uh, get it? Yeah, the pun intended also. And uh, some pretty desolate and desperate situations uh, at times. And you gotta do what you gotta do. So, funny part is, though, that that, uh, like, that's the one you're mentioning. Yeah. That's obviously the only one I've told you about. Because there are it's more not times you shat yourself. Though? It's been it, it's it's been well. There have been enough scares and weird situations that I mean, almost shitting yourself is super different than actually shitting yourself. Well, sure, but but there have been enough situations that I I need people to tell me the rest of my own story <laughs> because I only remember a couple of them. And yeah, well, you know. I think that... You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, guys. I think that that means that you've lived an interesting life that's worth something, Chris. Sure, I have. I think and the, I the more that you almost shit yourself is the more that you were doing something instead of taking a comfortable shit. Or stuck in a position where there was no toilet in a close enough proximity to me that I just couldn't make it in time. Man, there's nothing worse than being like, oh no, I'm about to shit myself, and then, because I haven't done it. I, I can't remember the last time I actually shit myself. I, I had to have been very young. Not saying that like it's you? any different. I, I have been close enough to comfortably sit on a toilet, uh, but I've had the scare a few times, and uh, man, there's nothing worse in, well, I mean, there's actually a lot worse, uh, but there's nothing more humiliating to yourself because of yourself than shitting your pants. Oh, I'm over that part. No, it shouldn't yeah, be. That, that part doesn't having to Having to change your clothes because it's full of your feces... It's the inconvenience there. It's the incon- It's it's and, the extra time. And it you takes. say full, but it, it, it not not all poops no. fucking no. fill your mm-hmm. shit up like a fucking baby diaper, okay? It, it's... Sometimes it's just a single nugget that, that rolls down your leg and you can fucking flick I it out. It's, it's like that video you showed me with the guy that poops on the floor in the mall and then an old man slips in it. And it's fucking hilarious. Every single time it is funnier than last. That, I've never had... I mean, I've had solid poops before, I'm sure. Never had but a single nugget. Like, there's, it's never been to where like I could pick it up and throw it to a wall and it wouldn't just like slap, smack, stick to it. No? Like there's always some... Goopy to, to it. I mean, I'm, I eat like garbage. I probably eat shit that is shit to make that shit. But I'm just saying, I've never had like a completely dry, like two day in the sun dog turd fucking roll out like a fucking bowling ball and a ball return. Well, okay, so imagine. No, Mm-mm. I don't want to imagine anything that's about to come out of your mouth. The physiology, right? That's involved here. If you I'm gonna are, decide to think that that means it's emotions, go ahead. No, no, no. It's physical, you, physical mm. aspects of what's of what's As- happening. Aspects. Sure. Did it again. If you're already standing, and mm-hmm. in motion, and it's at the back door, 
and then it decides it wants to prairie dog or, or poke its little turtle head out. I hate euphemisms having to do with poop. Sorry. It ruins turtles for me. It ruins prairie dogs. It ruins dogs. It ruins doors. Sometimes. To the rear. Just like when you got a big old fart. Sometimes it just needs to let the little tip out to fucking, to be able to release the pressure. And then the rest of the muscles can do its work to yank it back into safety. My brain just threw up a little bit. So that's how that would happen. Because you, uh, you had me imagining just the tip coming out. And it was like. And then being that you're doing this motion. Not. I'm not anymore. You know, when that, goes, no, when that shit right there happens, I sit the fuck down. I'm like, no, no, you will not. No. In the middle of a parking lot? And it will suck back into my brain. And then I can get rid of it when I go to the psychiatrist or something later. You know Maya Rudolph in a wedding dress, okay? That's that's not going to fly. She you don't just exploded. I'm surprised she didn't take flight. That, you know... I'm sorry. That's a chick movie, but that is the funniest fucking movie. That movie's hilarious. It's so good. There, I mean, Man. that would be literally the only pass for stopping dead in the middle of traffic and just sitting down. And I think everybody would understand. But you would literally have to just come clean and tell everybody what's happening. I don't think you could come clean after that. <laughs> hey, Gringo. Okay, so uh, here's the skinny. for. Uh, we're going to do some, some live stuff uh, yeah, tonight. We we're going to do a live episode. No, that's, it's God, all that's on YouTube awesome. forever. That's a lot of poop talk about Jesus. you pooping your pants. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, you brought it up, or you let me bring it up. Uh, so we are going to do the first uh, episode of uh, the uh, Christmas present for me to our listeners, the Jimmy Saddle Saga. Uh, and gonna uh, we're going to do it live on YouTube. It's being recorded to go onto all podcast platforms after I can maybe do a little bit of editing and uh, and helping it out audio-wise. Audio um, but, so we're going to do the episode live, uh, and then after we are done doing the actual episode itself, uh, if there's anybody still hanging out here uh, on YouTube, we will then actually hang out for a while and talk to folk and uh, discuss what we have talked about and... This I is guess we could do that. this is a gross one though because this is all about mentally challenged child surprise sexing. I'm not so sure it was much of a surprise, but no, uh, they knew it was happening. Is that's the thing? Anyway, <coughs> so I think yeah, this is an interesting one. I feel like we should have like a sit-in guest, a female guest. Like I was, I, I wanted. Regina to come and, and sit with us on this one because I imagine she would have some opinions I, from a girl's perspective. You know what? She's too strong, strong-voiced uh, a lady. I think she would. Well, she wouldn't be angry about this subject. She wouldn't get. Not angry, that she would be angry with us about the subject, just that she would be angry with him enough to not let us talk about it. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. I, she she wouldn't do that. That that would be the only reason I wouldn't I, I would have shut that whole thing down. But she's fucking hilarious, and she would she have had. Funny fun stuff to say. Melissa's well, hilarious. It's just that she's more funny when she's making fun of me. Well, sure. And I have to have some semblance of it's control over the show. You fuck. I guess. But rule number one. A female's perspective might, might have I, been good for this I mean, episode. I figured that you would have enough uh, practice in that I'm line of work. I'm gonna fuck you up on live fucking I have a knife. stream. I have a knife. Whatever. I don't really have a knife. You have. Until I have a knife. 
Zero control. Thank you, sure Gringo. So I think I got a safety pin. This is wait for it. Welcome to another super duper live episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. Here we fucking go, this guy. <sighs> Complete, but not limited. Mm-hmm. Ever, never, 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 ever. Never a limit to We're no the limit UFOs, soldiers. conspiracies, and moitas. I thought I told you. Is that a thing Bitch. that you were doing? Yeah, no limit I soldiers. Know. I thought I told you. I, mm, you I'm not aware. You was never a... Is no was, limit soldiers a thing? I, I, I thought I just made that up. Yeah, I, you know... I know pop culture, guys. I didn't even know it. How do you know? Sometimes you know? it's fun to hate this guy. Sometimes I just want to grab him by the nipple. Just the nips, though. No, and stretch it as far as Ouch. I can. That's not what nipples do. And then grab one mm-hmm. of the fucking lizards that's out here running around during here. the daytime yeah. and get him to fucking snap right on it. So, as graphic as that was, email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Uh, do it. Do it. Just do it. <coughs> it's fun. It's fun to say things to us that we will do it. Almost certainly say things back. Um, well, he will. He never gives me the chance to do anything. And uh, I mean, in all that's bullshit. In all, all honesty. All of it. In all honesty. Mm. He's a lot quicker witted. Well, it, it goes to, to things that I created as far as emails and things like that. But uh, you have equal uh, access to... I never get notifications for anything ever. Just because you don't... Anyway, so, tonight is going to be part number one. It's <coughs> Do it. Email us, goddamn. <laughs> it's at least going to be a two-parter because this story is huge. It's oh, at the very least. Uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of info to go through. Uh, it could possibly uh, become a more substantial series of episodes, uh, but I As will actually do a disclaimer for this episode. Are the investigations still ongoing? No, this had ended, ended so. probably uh, in, I think, 16? No, 14, 16? Yeah, he died in uh, 10, 11. 11. Oh, I knew that. Or 10 or 11. No, no. We'll get there. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll fucking do it all tonight. I don't know. Shit. Uh, but there's no way. Uh, disclaimer: uh, Jimmy Savile is a fucking horrible, almost the worst uh, human being that has ever walked this earth. Uh, we will talk about uh, things that might trigger people, uh, like rape and uh, the hey hey baby, uh, and the uh, the uh, the assault and sexual assault of of kids. Um, it has to be talked about because it happened and the world fucking deserves to know this shit. Um, so, full fucking uh, disclaimer here, this is not going to be the easiest episode to get through. Uh, hopefully, everyone understands those uh, reasons and, and everything and it's we'll awesome. be able to sit through it because um, uh, this person was a monster to many, many, many people for a long fucking time, and those people's story deserves to be heard, told, because uh, they 
tried they tried to uh, they tried to tell it many many times before this piece of shit died and no one would listen so um, if we you know take the time to listen now hopefully that will fucking help can I just yes. throw it out there and say for for the sake of of the show that we probably haven't given disclaimers on nearly as many episodes as we should have. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're genuine when we give these disclaimers that, that we know how awful this shit is. But for some reason, this pers- this particular disclaimer seemed uh, a, a bit extra and a bit... Um, a bit drawn out for the subject matter just being as non-violent as some of the other shit that yeah, we've talked yeah, about this and person, not given disclaimers this for. This person didn't cut people's body parts off or fucking kill you know, people. Or, or I'm not at all saying that it was unwarranted. It, it's necessary because yeah, it is no, some fucking yeah, shit. I'm but. saying that it's so fucking necessary even though this person isn't the most violent person that we've ever talked about. This person isn't the most... Uh, Sadistic, even I, I, I actually think this person more than anything had no feelings, yeah. and used that frame of mind to his fucking to his benefit. Not all sociopaths are murderers or ever think about murdering or hurting anyone else. Hey, Jim. Not all rapists actually ever murder someone. Not all murderers rape people either. It's, it's, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, there's all kinds of different. Uh, there's all kinds of different. Uh, you know, uh, different strokes. Different strokes. To, to for to, sure. For sure. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, this is. This Actually, is, that wasn't intended. Wow, that's terrible. That you thought it was. That's around. that hurts my feelings a little bit. Um, I hoped. So. We're gonna start out with a little, just a little bit of background on uh, Jimmy Savs, that's what I'm going to call him, although I couldn't name the episode that on, on YouTube because it just looked like said Jimmy Saves. I'm like, that's not what he did. That's um, not what he did. So, uh, yes. Talk amongst yourselves. He's going to go pee in the yard real quick, guys. That's I'm going exactly to talk happen. to you. He can hear. Uh, I shall return. So, uh, he had an autobiography come out uh, in 74 called As It Happens. Um, and in it, he actually speaks about and admits uh, some criminal behavior that he could possibly have been investigated for and or uh, you know, uh, convicted of, which no one really fucking cared about his self-incrimination. Uh, he would joke to the press when they phoned him up for this and... Uh, he would inevitably say to their questions of, uh, hey, Jimmy, are you a, a pedophile? Uh, he would say, she told me she was over 16. I'm guessing at the time, possibly the age of consent, or just a terribly uh, off-color joke, if not. Um, they, uh, the authorities, did nothing about the things that he said in his book, uh, which you know, would hang around him for, for some time, I guess. But uh, he claimed that the key to his success on the BBC 
which is where he would find his largest success. Uh, he started out as a DJ in, yeah. his, in his early days. Uh, this is after, of course, he... Uh, well, let's start all the way, right? We'll start all the way back. Just for a minute, just so we know the piece of shit that we're fucking talking about. Um, Super weird guy. And comically weird? terrifying to look at. He is a weird-looking dude. Weird-looking dude. So, um, born, sorry, uh, October 26th on Halloween. Really? Yeah, buddy. Uh, he was uh, a British DJ. He was a television and radio personality. Uh, that's where the most of his fame and access came from. <coughs> he uh, he hosted BBC BBC shows, including Top of the Pops, which is uh, where a lot of very large, very influential uh, British uh, bands got their not maybe not their starts, but their big push forward. Uh, and a show called Jim Will Fix It. Where he would, he would grant the wishes of uh, people and children and stuff like that, which is not okay. So, <clears throat> as a teenager uh, during the Second World War, that's uh, the street name World War Two. If you're nasty, um, he worked as a, in the coal mines, uh, not cold mines, but the coal mines as a Bevan boy. What a Bevan boy was, was a, uh, a conscripted teenager that was made to work in coal mines to up production for the war. Uh, so they were fucking, just like you would be for fucking to go into war, they were told that they had to go into the coal mines and, and make, uh, the, and produce more coal. Okay, maybe I was... I was now I get it, but at first I was confused because I do not know the definition of the word conscripted. I may have used the wrong word. Um, uh, basically, like no being, conscripted is, is like correct. Being drafted. Yeah, uh, conscription uh, existed two periods in my time. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, so that's yeah, it's like being drafted, but to a job, I guess. I get it. I get yeah. why they would <clears throat> have to do that. Or yeah, because nobody wants to fucking work in a coal mine. But damn, that's fucked. Yeah, so um, it's fucked up. He reportedly sustained uh, some pretty serious spinal injuries uh, while working in this coal mine. Um, I'm very fucking dead. From a uh, some kind of uh, explosion or something happened, and he, for the next uh, few or many months, actually, <clears throat> had to live with uh, a, a steel uh, contraption of sorts to to keep his spine together straight or whatever, and. He says he walked with sticks, I'm guessing, you know, like uh, uh, crutches, but sticks, because it's old, olden times. Like damn near a splint for your spine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Huh. So, um, interesting. He began his career in, in playing records uh, in uh, dance halls around uh, England uh, just after, you know, in, in his early... 20s, I guess, because uh, he was 18 when he was made to work in the mines. Um, yes. Let me pause for a quick second. I just realized that the the test you it, you may have or may not have done, but didn't tell me about. Mm -hmm. um, how are my levels? Oh, you sound great. You look great too. You really do. Yeah. I'm all the way over you're, here. You're perfect. Good? Yeah. All yeah. right. You're good. Cool. I would have done something about it by now. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, he it, he says in his autobiographies that 
Uh, he was the first disc jockey to use a twin turntable and a microphone, two, ta two turntables and a microphone. Uh, but we all know that that was Beck. I mean, Beck did it best. He did it first, and he will do it again. At the time, Don't fucking test him. It wouldn't surprise me. Now, is he taking credit for mixing? No, he's he's taking credit for uh, the being the first DJ ever to use it to play music continuously, um, instead of having you know song change record song change record blah blah blah. Which it's uh, untrue though, because they had been selling uh, dual turntables and catalogs for the at the. At that time, uh, for twenty years. What so, year is that supposed to be? Uh, this his uh, career in there is. Uh, uh, I mean, mid I to late mid to late fifties, mid to late fifties, mid to late fifties, and you think they were already selling dual turntables? I mean, at that I know point? for a fact that they were. Really? Yes. For what reason? For playing records. So again, is he taking credit for? I, I get. At its basis, he's taking credit for adding a second turntable and a microphone to his mm -hmm. radio DJ or mm -hmm. whatever setup. But he's, is he taking credit for actually blending the song ending to the song beginning um, and then like actually DJing that way? Maybe. I, I, I didn't ask him. I should have, but I didn't. I didn't get the chance. He's been dead for a long time. I'm curious well, now, and I, I I think I'm gonna need to see some kind of proof on this whole fucking dual turntable setup in yeah. the fucking fifties, dude. Because I can't imagine they were actual fucking no, in the forties. They had in the forties. They had it. They were selling it, and this is such a tiny uh, footnote of his life and times. No, now I'm just curious about the actual times of the technology. What what was they had this? In, they had in the forties? It was in catalogs being sold publicly in the forties. Really, for just civilian yes. household use? No, it's military use only. Yes, for civilian use, for anyone that wanted to buy it and had the money to. Yeah. Why the fuck? I, I don't know. Shit. I, I also was not alive then. I could have asked someone. You sure this is the forties we're I'm, talking about? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna have to find an old person. A cool old Find person. an old person. Just any old person will do. I mean, obviously, I can look up the actual chron chronological history of record players and such, but... Yeah. Good. I'd rather hear it cool from an old person. So... And if any of you motherfuckers out there got some info on this and can prove to me that... I mean, it, when I get to it on the next page that I have to go to, I'll, I'll show it to you. I mean, that's fine. I, I believe... You don't though. It's, it seems that you you find me this too too I, outlandish for belief. I believe that it was technologically possible to produce a said device. What I'm having trouble with is uh, everyday consumer <laughs> use right. for such a thing. I mean, I'm sure they were crazy expensive, crazy expensive. Well, yeah, yeah. You I know. So, I mean, I, would I mean, think so do you know how much a Zune cost when it first came out? It was fucking expensive. Ridiculous, but man, I miss my Zune. I mean, even in the '40s, it wasn't just a fucking man. A Zune in the '40s would have been like a lot of money. A Zune in the '40s would have made you a god. So in his twenties, he was actually a professional wrestler for a few years. You're really just gonna? Yes, I'm gonna continue on with the, with the episode. I'm sorry. All right, fine, but but still, this is the last thing I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Still. If any of you guys out there fucking listening to this can give me a good reason and or mm -hmm. actually talk to an old person 
and get them to somehow give me a good reason for why a normal consumer in the 40s would want or have use for a dual turntable setup. I'm so fucking curious because... You know what? We're, I, we'll have to ask Beck. I refuse to believe that actual yeah, DJ mixing Beck. and cutting and shit like that was a well, thing. You can refuse many things. Like, uh, you can refuse to take a breathalyzer. No, that's not saying the mixing board was invented or a thing at that time. So, he was actually a professional wrestler for a few years. That is, that yeah. is pretty cool. He, he would actually uh, go on to brag that he had lost his, his first 34 matches out of like a hundred and something, which is a lot, I think. It's um, an interesting thing to brag about, I guess. Yeah. So, in his media career, uh, he really started his, his big-time uh, disc jockeying at Radio Luxembourg in 1958. Luxembourg. Luxembourg. And on Tyne T's television in 1960, uh, which, in which he would develop a reputation for his eccentricities and being flamboyant. Oh, he mm. was that. So, if nothing else, this motherfucker was eccentric and flamboyant. I, you, just as a quick side note, mm -hmm. I've seen several documentaries on this dude, long, short, and in between, mm -hmm. um, because I've known about this story for at least five or six years now. Right, right. Uh, and holy fuck, aside from just being information and numbers and shit, mm -hmm. fuck are these documentaries about this dude dry as hell, especially the Netflix one that we tried so hard. Dude, we waited for four or six hour, hour and a half long fucking episodes waiting for something to actually be exciting. On the, It was the driest fucking shit I have well, ever had to watch. Uh, I mean, I don't, Infor yeah. The information I, I being terrible and all, that's all fine and dandy, but fuck, this shit was so dry. I hear you, man. Jazz um, it up. How, however, uh -huh. on a different note of something you just mentioned, uh-huh. We're talking about him getting his start in radio yeah. and yeah. and TV. Mm -hmm. These uh, he was on a buttload of like a ton of different fucking TV shows, but the mm -hmm. ones that he hosted, mm -hmm. uh, you were saying, you know, the, the top of the pops one, and things. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like um, kind of like the equivalent of uh, uh, Star Search or or fucking mm -hmm. Showtime at the Apollo. No, it shit. was it wasn't a uh, we'll have people on and then we'll. Uh, see if they're good and tell them yes or no whatever mm -hmm. it was more a uh, there are established acts that are coming on this show especially uh, <clears throat> a few years later down the line after starting it like uh, you know the Beatles came on and played and people knew who the fuck the Beatles were it What's wasn't a dude's name I, I know what you're talking about so yeah. more like a, um, so, Soul Train not a contest but I mean I wouldn't say Soul Train necessarily it exactly wasn't much of a live music show even though they had it sometimes Top of the Pops. Fuck, I can't think of the fucking dude's name. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you mentioned that, and then the fucking show Fix It with Jimmy, or mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Jim will fix Jimmy it. Jimmy will fix it, yeah. Such a weird, like, transition between those two things, and I think there were several things in between. But Yeah, they, and they, they also did uh, overlap each other for a while as well. Like He, he was a huge, huge, huge deal for a long time. He was going dodd stop for a super long time. Stop. Yeah, uh, and, and the Jim will fix it thing that. went on for a long, long time. Yeah, that was on for 
there was another one that it's called like clunk click something uh which actually i think turned into top of the pops or it turned into one of the other shows but uh it, it all had uh started because of uh some uh, ad campaign he was doing for seatbelt usage and something like that but so he made all the right moves to get himself all the right recognition yeah from I mean, he, he was right he was a personality that uh people just latched on to and didn't question at all ever uh which is why for a significant part of his career and his public life uh because his private life was so fucking completely goddamn different um he uh it, it involved him working with children and young people uh he would visit schools and hospital wards um so he he, he did uh top of the pops in 1964 uh and then from 75 to 94, he did uh, Jim Will Fix It, mm-hmm. which was an early Saturday evening television program which years. arranged the wishes of viewers, mainly children, uh, to come true. Uh, during his lifetime, he was known for fundraising and supporting charities and hospitals, and uh, in particular, Stoke Mandeville Hospital in uh, Aylesbury, uh, Leeds General Infirmary, and Broadmoor Hospital in Berkshire, Berkshire, whatever. Um, in 2009, he was described by the Guardian as a prodigious philanthropist. 2000. Fucking swallow that shit. And he was honored for his charity work. Um, he was awarded the OBE in 19, 1971. He was knighted in 1990. And in 2006, he introduced the last edition of Top of the Pops. Uh, he died in 2011 and was praised in obituaries and on TV uh, uh, for his personal qualities and his work raising an estimated uh, 40 million pounds for charities which is, that's a lot of weight to be thrown around. Not to mention all of the money and resources that he did actually donate to charities and all of these other things. He actually did donate all these things and he actually did get, uh, you know, uh, organize um, yes, fundraisers but uh, also um, basically like fucking work groups like he when they were shorthanded at some of these hospitals and stuff like that and they needed porters and they needed all this kind of stuff and people to help you know push the beds around with the with the patients in it and stuff like that um he actually organized that several times of big groups of people that would come and volunteer Mm -hmm. and uh yeah fucking so he actually did do a lot of good there was um there well, was something funny in all the documentaries. It, 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 you know, just real quick, what uh-huh. hurts me the most, or it confuses me the most, or makes me question the most, is he did technically do a lot of good through the money raised, but when that good was done exclusively so that he could fuck kids, is it good? It's like, uh, I got all this money, guys, and I got it because I beheaded a bunch of puppies but I'm gonna buy you guys a swing set is that swing set not just made of beheaded puppies well on one hand I could answer that with absolutely no feeling or emotion whatsoever and say that um, sure if you think too much on it you want to fucking put all that then yeah but at the same time like if it buys 
you know, little Susie a new set of legs. <clears throat> so now maybe she could run away from the, the, the Jimmy Savile rapes. That's, there's no way to make that funny. There just wasn't, I'm no, sorry, but. But, but, okay, so in, in, in this case, in this particular case, you know, and perhaps if it weren't as, uh, I don't know, anyway, in this particular case, mm-hmm. um, this many people were victimized. Correct. Right. This many people were helped. So it's kind of like a Robin Hood sort of thing. It, Robin Hood raped little kids. No, I mean, it, I said kind of like, because there's no rich people involved in this whole thing necessarily, but it's, it, it, in a way... He raised from the... The scales outweigh. Bad to help the poor, I don't know. It doesn't make it okay. Doesn't it doesn't excuse it at, at all. But Man, the scales outweigh... The philanthropy mm-hmm. and the people that he helped and all of that do outweigh you know, the victims. I, 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 I think I, all, of, all of this, um, I don't know what you would even fucking call it, uh, all, all of this, uh, you know, introspective thought on, on the abstract of it all, I think could be saved till after because well, sure, there's a lot that we could stop and ask ourselves questions and if, if God was one of us, just a, a slob like one of us. Uh, just a stranger um, among us walking amongst the... Alright, you gotta stop that now. I will then say... uh, I think I only knew the first line of that part. (laughs) To uh, finish that off and get back to the story, I will say that I'm glad our show is what it is and that we are who we are because this is totally a subject that you would not normally with, you know, good social fucking uh, whatever etiquette... Uh, just sit around on live stream and wax our own opinions and whatever about it. Uh, so, yeah, but we're going to do it anyway because. So, Hail Satan. Uh, so, he claimed that his key to success uh, on the BBC program, Jim Will Fix It, uh, had been that he actually disliked children. Uh, although he later admitted to saying that he hated kids uh, to deflect scrutiny of his private life away. Which was the funny thing I was going to mention in all the documentaries that I have watched on him. The, mm-hmm. the thing that cracked me up <coughs> most, which was technically a clue, a mm-hmm. flag of some sort. Um, As a red flag. We can say that's like a, 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 a really dark red flag. Well, no, 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 not that particular comment. Oh, okay. But but uh, the, the whole thing about them always asking him about his private life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're a celebrity. You're you're you know in the light and everything. Mm-hmm. They're always going <clears> to <throat> know what's going on. Yeah. They would always ask him about his personal relationships with women or whatever because they see yeah. him with women. I mean, he they, did eventually marry. They know he likes <clears> women. Um, he he never had any kids. To answer, uh, he did someone marry? in chat's uh, question. No, he, as far as I know, he didn't have any kids. No, but he did actually marry. Because yes, that's what yes. I was getting at. Was the he, funny did, he thing. did have a wife? He would literally always deflect away from the marriage or mm-hmm. girlfriend or whatever conversation, and like damn near always put it out there that he is not getting married, which I thought was hilarious because it's much like myself. <laughs> So uh, he was not only uh, prolific, prolific. prolific. I mixed that up with the next word that was in that. Anyway, he wasn't only prolific, 
in his his obsession with doing these fucking horrible things and making sure that his entire career was basically tailor-made to make sure he could do these things. Um, I mean, he didn't own a computer at all because he claimed uh, he didn't want people thinking he was downloading child pornography, which is a bad thing for people to think. Uh, but if you, they would only think that because you're fucking kids all the time, then there's there's a diff, there's there's a deeper problem here. There were um, claims for years. There were people that tried to come forward. There were situations yeah. that were questioned. Everyone who came forward, everyone who was come forward too, <clears throat> by these victims, immediately said, "No, he's too big. We can't do nothing about it." Well, not only that, but they were or it was shot off. down by the next rung up. Right, because not only did he have friends in high places, but he uh, would hold um, a Saturday brunch or Sunday morning brunch or something with all the these fucking chief of police and the mayor and shit like that. ruined brunch. At his house. Goddamn ruined brunch for me. So, yeah, most of them did not believe it at all and were thinking it was more along the lines of like a showbiz thing where, mm-hmm. you know, disgruntled or just actors and actresses. Yeah. And then, or, yeah. You know. I didn't get that part. And <clears throat> well, that's a big part of it is uh, one of the... the Institutions that he would frequent was a uh, a girls' reformatory school, mm-hmm. um, where the most, if not all, of the girls that were there were delinquents of sorts. Right. And who the fuck's gonna believe a girl that had to go to that school because she was caught smoking cigarettes too many times at her other school? She obviously would lie about someone raping her. Right. Um, anyway, so um, uh, in a 1990 interview, the Independent on Sunday, which is a great name for, for for a news source uh, uh, the reporter Lynn Barber asked Saddle about rumors that he liked little uh, kids little mm-hmm. girls and he said the young girls in question don't gather around me because of me it's because I know the people that they love mm-hmm. the stars I am of no interest to them right and that is I think for at least at the time for the immediate was as an ingenious deflection tool of his is him saying they wouldn't even they don't want nothing to do with me they want to have sex with uh, uh, what's his name from Oasis Mm -hmm. you know so uh, you know I just I'm like uh, maybe I can help you out there and maybe get you you boned by the Oasis guy go talk to him go talk to the Oasis guy I bet he's the one that boned all them all them little I'm gonna take a shit they only have to hang out with me for a little bit just for the intro um, in April of 2000, Jimmy Savile was the subject of a uh, Louis Thoreau documentary. I guess he's like a big documentary guy, right? Uh, and what? Yeah, I'm going back into it. Just for a bit. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, do your thing. I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> in the When Louis Met... But this isn't on, right? Yes, it is. The camera? No, I mean, technically, I guess it's on. It's not recording anything. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Uh... There was a, uh, a a series, a documentary series by this Louis Thoreau guy uh, called "When Louis Met," uh, and in it he asks uh, Jimmy Savile about the speculation that he was a pedophile, and Savile said, uh, "We live in a very funny world, and it's easier for me as a single man to say I don't like children because that puts a lot of salacious tabloid people off the hunt." Mm. 
How do they know whether I am a pedophile or not? How does anybody know whether I am? Uh, nobody knows whether I am or not. I know that I'm not. He, he thankfully finished that with, I guess. Um, he also did, uh, uh, Louis Thoreau did a, a follow-up documentary uh, called Louis Thoreau Savile um, about Thoreau's inability to detect Savile's true nature. Mm -hmm. um, and that came on the BBC Two in 2016. Um, it's it's all kinds of fuck, man. Like uh, if I remember correctly, that was that was something in in one of the documentaries. I think it was the Netflix documentary where they were interviewing uh, his assistant for many years. This mm -hmm. lady who was his assistant, and she was talking about situations or something that she you know was witness had witnessed over the years or whatever whatever uh that was fishy but she could never actually nail down yeah anything he, up, uh, until a certain it, point i think she it did seemed it's see like something. really to me it seems that someone who was so 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 unbelievably just all about it in every aspect there don't seem to be a lot of people that absolutely 100% knew for sure and helped it specifically or took part in specifically. There are some, but you would think that, I mean, like the, the dude who had his weird uh, rape island that was murdered in prison. Epstein. Epstein. There are people, absolutely many, many, many people that knew absolutely for sure that that shit was happening. <clears throat> this guy, for... I, I can't believe that there aren't more because it seems that there were like maybe four or five fucking people mm -hmm. who absolutely knew what he was about and how how about it he was um, that part kind of freaks me out a little bit because everybody that came into fucking contact with him had their suspicions mm -hmm. but to get those suspicions uh, uh, verified in any kind of meaningful way it just didn't happen for a lot of people. No, he was, as, as we've heard, he was real slick with his answers. Right. He was probably always prepared with them because he did get asked either about his love life or about his preferences and stuff like that yeah. all the time. <coughs> uh, so he was probably prepared with a, you know, a list of answers just right. depending on the situation. <coughs> because he's fucking slick like that and he's a clever bastard who is trying to hide who he really is. So yeah, gotta let you think that you're not. But at the same time, with that shit, as far as like all of that's concerned, like what you were saying, where it seems funny that only four people mm -hmm. that we know of, there's, I don't think so either, I think, I mean, we know whether or not you want to believe it or want to think that it's so far-fetched it just can't be true. We know for a fact that there are huge networks all over the fucking globe mm. of people that are that do this, that are into this and worse, and that, yeah, are, and that sell that this. There's that such a huge human trafficking network that is specifically catered to these people. Dude. And the 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 shit that goes on is darker and scarier and and fucking more terrifying 
than anything that you or I could possibly come into contact with on our fucking day to day that agreed that is like maybe you do come in contact with it day to day well you know no I mean like being somewhere where they ritualistically sacrifice a child chop its head off and then people have sex with the body kind of thing where the rich and powerful know about this and have attended this and have done it and right. will die with the secret that they've done it and we think that Brad Pitt's just the best guy I'm sorry Brad the world has to know <laughs> it's not funny Brad Pitt is a really good guy it's a joke you know it's a joke. that if you're gonna talk you best talk and not whisper in the background a disclaimer because for you. people cannot hear you that's not a disclaimer that's a allegedly uh, that that extreme um, example that, that you just gave mm. um, I More think is probably is, is probably the examples that you'll see on, on the Pizzagate or whatever human trafficking and stuff like that documentaries or so mm. you know that are that is possibly the one you can be skeptical about. Am I the only one that hears Pizzagate and sees actual physical gates made of pizza? No. Okay, good. I totally see it in my head. It's delicious uh, looking like a, Like, it's fresh pizza, but it's still staying together. It's not dripping off or anything. Like Pizza the Hut. And I'm like, man. No, he was all drippy and gross. He was gross. He ate himself. To death. To death ate himself. Who does that? Pizza the Hut does that. So that particular extreme example and, and ones that, that go along with those stories uh, maybe are the only things that I would say you could be skeptical about. Those are super extreme examples. But all the rest of it, you can pretty much guarantee it's fucking true. And it is fucking terrifying. It's like she's eating potato chips and like we're looking at her being like, hey, why are you doing that while we're doing this? It's really making a lot of noise on the recording. And then she's just like, ah, crunch. <laughs> still gonna sit here. Just and, still gonna sit here and eat potato chips is what I'm gonna do. This hey, is important. Hey, baby. Yeah. Look at me in the eyes. I love you. Hey, look. Look who. Uh, I literally can't see what you're pointing at because there's oh, a. Uh, yeah, you can't. Is uh, there? Is there a UFO? No, it's Mars. Oh. Oh, it's red. Yeah, it's Mars. Yeah. He's, what? he's always hanging out with the moon. I don't think we can call Mars a heat. Um, Jason it. said there's never always a star by the moon. And I said that's not true. It is always within that general proximity. But they literally can't be. The, the orbits of Mars and the moon have to be at different times. They can't be in the close proximity of... They, they don't... It's, it's impossible. Well, obviously, it's on, on an actual astronomical scale, it's nowhere near close proximity. However, it, the moon is kind of technically in between the Earth and Mars. So it's not necessarily halfway, but it is kind of, you know... Technically, the moon is in between the Earth and everything. So... So why isn't everything always near the moon? Because of the size of the the radius of their orbit, it it would have to work out. I was right earlier when I opened the door. This episode is going to be about me killing the two of you. Now, cool. Obviously, <laughs> it's a seasonal thing. Do her first, so I can do some commentary Damn with it, you. I was going to say that. 
I'm not doing either of you. Dude, it's you called first, murder. So I can no. run after and kill him. So you can run. No, I'm trying to make the show. I'm still. I'm, I'm doing commentary. <laughs> and then I'll run. All right, folks. He's got her down on the floor. He's gonna, yep. No, he's holding her arms out as he stabs. No, that will never happen. I love my family. I love my family. It doesn't matter how infuriated or enraged I get. I would rather drive into a brick wall than do any kind of harm to them whatsoever. Allegedly. That's where I come into play. I'll beat your babies <laughs> yeah, for a small fee. The, the only thing and Anybody is, you call, baby. The only thing that he has ever offered to our children, being Uncle Chris, mm-hmm. is uh, the service of spankings mm-hmm. as, as a disciplinary action. Um, never like... Tough love. Never like... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get her like a Furby or something. It's always I'll spank your babies. Mm-hmm. And there's it, it's odd that he's kind of the only person in the world that could say that to me, and I would believe that there is no underlying uh, Jimmy Savile ness to it. There's purely the joy of doling out disciplinary action. Indeed. And it's weird because Chris is such a fucking freak in every other way, every other way. And I mean it when I say I will uh, enjoy it so much that I'll go and purchase different implements. No, no with... implements can be used. Now it's starting to seem a little bit weird. What, and... I gotta use my bare hand? Yes, that's what spankings is. Alright, well then the different implements will be, we'll see how it sounds. I think you're sounds. talking about beatings. We'll see how it sounds with a vinyl glove. No, we'll see how no, it sounds with no the, recording with the... of the sounds of the, the... I didn't say anything about recording. It's well, all for my own sound, personal amusement. The, I don't see now you're sounding weird man you don't get, you're not supposed to it's supposed to be you're doing a job to to create a better world you're not doing something to get personal enjoyment out I'm of pretty it. sure that is no. not how I pitched it to you I well and I have I never it agreed to, to it was entirely ever. genuine I hate you I do it for my own enjoyment my own personal amusement so uh, uh, to end this this first episode of the Jimmy Savile Saga. If you motherfuckers are still paying attention. Savile Saga. That's what we're going to call it. Savile Saga. I like it. I like it. It's this, not Seville. No. Well, Savile Seville Saga. It probably would be if an American had never heard a Brit pronounce it. The yes. Barber of Savile. But the Brits pronounce it Savile. That, that's a good. That's actually a, a culture joke I just used because it's the Barber of Seville, is the opera. Uh, but I said Never the Barber of Savile, which is someone that is uh, the Barber of someone that's terrible. Hmm. So to end it, we're gonna go ahead and, and touch very quickly. And I don't. I hate that that I had to use that phrase because hmm. that's a bad one. Hmm. I, I actually saw it in all of my research. I saw a, uh, a tweet that I literally laughed out loud to, and it was, uh, uh, Jimmy Savile, you died eight years ago today. Rest in peace. You touched so many. <laughs> That's not funny. They did that on purpose. <laughs> yes, I know. That's what's funny about it. You touched so many people. <laughs> but, like, you know, it was framed as a, as a thumbs up kind of thing, but it was absolutely uh, a slight... Regardless of the evidence and the, the proceedings, there are still people that don't believe it and that are still. I can't. I can't imagine Jimmy. that. Those are the people that should burn. I mean, he should burn too, though, right? Yeah, but we can't burn him. 
I mean, dead. but God could. He totally could. He's, he's still a physical. And we could dig his bodies up and burn them. He just wouldn't smash them. Feel it. I don't know. Pee on them. Somebody needs to burn. Pee on them well after the ashes have settled, though. Right? I'm not putting out no fires. He had to love something. No, he. And it needs to die. Oh, I mean, it's been years though since he. I'm, I'm pretty sure everything that he genuinely loved has died or has brought up charges against him. I don't know. So, uh, the Department of Health investigations, right? Uh, the Department of Health uh, announced that former barrister Kate Lampard would chair the department's investigations into Saffel's activities at Stroke Mandeville Hospital. Uh, I'm sorry, Stoke. Mandible Hospital, Leeds General Infirmary, Broadmoor Hospital, and others uh, in England. What's a barrister? Uh, it's like a like a, a prosecutor. Um, so uh, in October of 2013, the Secretary of State for Health, Jimmy Hunt, uh, announced that inquiries have been extended to other unnamed hospitals. And as of November 13th, the list, I mean, November 2013, the list of hospitals investigated include you guys ready for this list because man it's a fucking list so as per what as per reports coming in or as as per, per as per established reports or like this is he he visited these places and we have people from these places that are saying that he did these things okay so okay so it's not just strictly his name is correct here and we're just gonna go talk to everybody just to see correct oh, okay. okay okay that makes it crazy All I'm right. gonna say number one for number one and I'll say the last number for the last one before but okay. number one Barnett Hospital then Booth Hall Children's Hospital Broadmoor Hospital Cardiff Royal Infirmary Della Pole Hospital Dewsbury Hospital Dryburn Hospital Ex- Ex- Exeter Hospital Great Ormond Street Hospital London Hammersmith Hospital, High Royds Psychiatric Hospital, Leavesden Secure Mental Hospital, Leeds General Infirmary, Marsden Hospital, Maldsley Hospital, Mossside Hospital, formerly part of Ashworth Hospital, North Manchester General Hospital, Oddstock Hospital, Pined uh, Pinderfields Hospital, Portsmouth Hospital, Prestwich Hos- Psychiatric Hospital, Queen Mary's Hospital, Cars. Uh, Cars Halton, that's weird, uh, Queen Victoria Hospital, East Grindstead, uh, Rampton Hospital, Royal Free Hospital, Royal Victoria Infirmary, uh, Saxondale Hospital, Seacroft Hospital, Leeds, St. Catherine's Hospital, Birkenhead, Stoke Mandeville Hospital, Whitby Memorial Hospital, and number 32, I had 33. Withenshaw, Withenshaw Hospital. There are... fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, you um, know, yeah, sometimes, you know, I'll hear about, or there definitely exists people in the world that, um, you know, in, in a positive way that confused me at how the fuck were you able to go to school this many times? How do you have four PhDs? How do you fucking, you know, how, where did you have time? This is one of those situations, but in a terrible way. Mm-hmm. I get that that you were, you know, a celebrity or whatever, and allowed to go to these places in philanthropy and yada 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 mm-hmm. that puts you strategically at wherever of these places. But given his actual fucking uh, 
resume <coughs> and the fact that we know uh, celebrities and people on TV that have active TV shows and even sometimes like he did two of them running at the same mm -hmm. time that type of shit is very time consuming and you still gotta sleep and you still need time to poop and time to eat and in between all if this showbiz shit one hospital a month for 33 months that's less than three years which isn't a very large span he he but this was stretched out for over 50 years. 60. Well, 60 right. years. 60 That's my years. Point. Yeah. Um, so at, at Leeds General Infirmary, specifically, uh, 60 people, including both staff and patients, stated that they had been abused by Savile. Their ages ranged from five years old to 75 years old. It was reported on a number of occasions. Um, that uh, organizational failures, which had allowed him to continue unchallenged were the reasons. Um, Organizational failures. It was reported that Savile had boasted to nurses and other staff that he performed sex acts on the bodies of recently deceased persons in the mortuary of Leeds General Hospital and claimed to have removed glass eyes from corpses and made them into rings. Uh, the report says... I, I uh, like one of those. That would be cool. We have no way of proving Savile's claims that he in interfered with bodies of the deceased patients in the mortuary in this way, um, but the fact is that he had complete unsupervised access to the mortuary. For no fucking reason whatsoever, he should have been given this access. No one in the fucking mortuary at Leeds General Hospital had to have contact with him in any way for operations, for to, for anything, he could not better the lives of the fucking people that were dead. Well, no, but but he could use them as pity stories. No, well, sure, in theory, yeah. but if you if, when you watch the documentaries, as part of his whole fucking you know curtain and strategy and everything. The only reason he got past and, you know, looked the other way and shit to do that type of stuff that obviously he's got no business down there is because he's that celebrity that everybody is wants to meet and just happy to meet because he's that celebrity. So being that he is this celebrity and philanthropist that's happening, you know, doing no whatever he's doing. No one tell him no. Well, no, what he, what he did was he went to every floor and he talked to all the people and he met everybody and he met some of the patients and he did this and, hey, look at me being a cool guy and this guy down here in the basement at the fucking morgue, he doesn't get any excitement. Let me go down there and jazz up his day. That sort of thing. And then that guy's like, oh, yeah, he's cool. Let's, whatever, he's hanging out with fucking... I'm gonna go take a shit, or I need to go eat lunch. Jimmy's like, yeah, cool, you go do that. We'll be fine here. Just that simple. So I'm gonna leave you with, um, this is an excerpt from a, uh, a, a, a report by uh, Kate Lampert that was published on uh, February 26th, 2015. Uh, it says, uh, Savile was a highly unusual personality whose lifestyle, behavior, and offending patterns were equally unusual. As a result of his celebrity, his volunteering, and his fundraising, he had exceptional access to a number of NHS hospitals and took the opportunities that, uh, that access gave him to abuse patients, staff, and other, others on a remarkable scale. 
Savile's celebrity and his roles as a volunteer and fundraiser also gave him power and influence within NHS hospitals, which meant that his behavior, which was often evidently inappropriate, was not challenged as it should have been. Savile's ability to continue to pursue his activities without effective challenge was aided by fragmented hospital management, uh, social attitudes of the times, including uh, a reticence in reporting and accepting reports of sexual harassment and abuse, and greater uh, difference than today toward those in positions of influence and power, and less bold and intrusive media reporting. While it might be tempting to dismiss the Savile case as wholly unexceptional, or wholly exceptional, sorry, a unique result of a perfect storm of circumstances. The evidence we have uh, gathered indicates that there are many elements of the Savile story that could be repeated in the future. There's always a risk of the abuse, including sexual abuse of people in hospitals. There will always be people who seek to gain undue influence and power within public institutions, including hospitals. And society and individuals continue to have a weakness for celebrities. Hospital organizations need to be aware of the risks posed by these matters and manage them appropriately. So basically, that's one way to put it, but I think it left out a few things. Like? Uh, well, although I think its aim wasn't necessarily to to put out there all of the terrible things that he did necessarily, mm-hmm. or even describe all the factors as to how and why it could have happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it... It wrapped it up pretty neatly, yeah. But uh, there are some factors that were left out of that statement that definitely play a part. I, I mean, I, I do but I, I do think that it, it it pretty well boils it down to the fact that if the hospitals had been diligent whatsoever or hadn't been also taking part in the abuse, mm-hmm. that this man could never have reached the heights of depravity that he fucking reached. It's something that well, could sure. ha- could have been uh, avoided if the people that were in charge of the most vulnerable among us actually gave a fuck. Yeah. No, no you're absolutely right. And and that statement is the type of thing that, uh, that plays through in my head when it comes to hospitals and doctors and shit like that, is that uh, it, <clears throat> when I learned this and uh, accepted it, it terrified me a bit that... Um, Hospitals are fucking businesses, man. Yeah. And doctors are employees. Oh, yeah. And yeah, no, for real. Like, I think that they see it more that way now, like you can, post-COVID. Well, they absolutely do. Tell, Regina like, will go on and on for days, and she has right. every right to. But yeah, you would in a it. nutshell, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucking corporate bullshit. Yeah. And when doctors aren't running hospitals and corporate suits are who don't know how to be doctors... Uh, yeah, everything's gonna get fucked up. But that aside, um, well, and also, like, what the fuck was I saying? People don't want to work anymore. Well, that's, that has nothing to do with you this part. You though. need to talk into here. Yeah, if you're gonna talk, you have to talk into the microphone. I, you certainly okay. can't interject sorry. without it. I'm yeah, we're commenting. It's okay. We're we're just commenting. Um, but people don't want to work anymore. There's less of a pull of of employable people, including doctors. Like I thought about that yeah. actually the other day. That like nobody like who's gonna help like who's gonna do all the shit that needs to be done if fucking everybody's used to not working or working from home (laughs) on that note well nobody was talking when that happened you should be able to cut that out i should be able to but i won't but you should fucking better i won't yeah Uh, you better i interrupted crinkle crackle eating chips cut it out (laughs) and cut in a fart
Cut it out. No, I forgot my fuck, my point. What the fuck was I saying? Something about Uncle Joey. Why the fuck did I bring that up? <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. It wasn't me that did that to you. Because you were Joey. talking about, no. um, uh, about uh, how it's more uh, like um, corporate run. It, you know, we were talking about how it's more corporate run and more. When of a, Chris has to tell you to speak up, there's something. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm, like a business, you know. Yes, yes, that fucking terrified me when I found out you can fire your own fucking doctor as many times as you want, and it, it is just a business. They want your mm-hmm. fucking money. That's why it, it, it fucking capitalism and stuff. Yay! I mean, it is what it is. But it also should, like, make you realize that you probably should ask more questions than most people do. They just kind of trust the doctor. Yeah. And from what I've learned from knowing many nurses, the doctors are fucking idiots, and they don't know shit. And a lot of times they are going to take the drug representative's fucking word on what they should do for a certain kind of, of malady. To fix it instead of actually doing their due diligence to find out what they should actually do. They are going to give you the newest, hottest fucking boner pill and be like, go home and have a boner for a while. And then if something else happens, then go to a different hospital. See you later. Because they get paid to do that. By not only you, but from the representatives who give them Porsches. And um, Question your doctors, be nice to your nurses. And don't let anyone named Jimmy in a locked room with you. It's just, we know this, but, I mean, unless it's Captain James T. Kirk, because he's technically a Jimmy. You know, back to that subject. And a sweetheart. The, the actual original subject. I don't subject. think we can say all bad things about Jimmys, about all Jimmys. I mean, we can and will. No, we can't. I, don't, I didn't say that it was factual. I just said that we can say it. I just uh, did. I, I just proved will. that we can. He will. On air. Can we chip some more? Shut up. <laughs> it's not chips. Okay. So, yeah, back to Jimmy, though. I, you know, there, like I said, there are several factors, probably well more than we can come up with, that weren't mentioned there that I think play a, a decent-sized role mm-hmm. into how and why and, you know, all of that stuff uh, where this subject is concerned. And, I mean, sign of the times, for one, not necessarily using that parlance as being uh, the whole, like, well, everybody beat their wives back then. It's not right. not, not that kind of sign of the times. It's not fucking Russia. More sign of the times being um, uh, technologically... Well, obviously way under what we are so there were yeah. no cameras there were no phones in everybody's right. pockets right, there right. there were handheld recording devices that were fucking huge and and, and basically uh, the first hand account of someone who was there that you have to decide as a person of fucking uh, of authority whether their account and word is credible right. and especially when it is against uh, or accusing accusatory of someone who has immense power and and wealth because Jimmy Savile just he wasn't just a smiling face on TV this man was fucking rich as fuck wealthy yeah. wealth is more than rich this man Very. was fucking wealthy and he was I'm gonna wait a second he was someone who had been knighted by the queen he had personal relations, not sexual, I don't think, with uh, 
with uh, the prince, who's the one that, that Diane Charles. Uh, Charles, yeah. yeah, and and to the point where Charles would only uh, enact certain policy with uh, with speaking to Jimmy first and making sure that it was a okay or b it was. Uh, no, it it should happen at all, or Jimmy would tell him something. Like it, this That's man insane. was was extremely rich, powerful, influential, without seeming so. It would not, with all, with knowing all of that, it would not at all be out of the realm of probability that, um, like I said, being that hospitals are doc are businesses and doctors are employees, even if they run the mother, especially if they run the motherfucker. Mm -hmm. A celebrity, rich philanthropist, mm -hmm. charity, all that kind of shit coming to your place makes everything look good. You know what I mean? All kinds of shit you wouldn't think would play into mm -hmm. having that sort of notoriety and or, you know, somebody giving you a thumbs People up. People just love money. Well, yeah. Well, sure. Because right? money buys happiness. We all know this to be true, even though we've seen all the cross stitches in the world fucking hung up on walls. It says it doesn't. Fuck you, cross that you lie. It does. It buys happiness. You know why? Because it fucking erases stress. It erases stress that you have to worry about this person doing anything to you because you have all the money in the world to say, here, shut up. And whether it be paying rent or giving uh, fucking shut your trap money for any kind of uh, lawful misdoings, right. it's still cancels out the bad vibes which leaves only the room for the good vibes is I guess what one would think until those good vibes turn into your own fucking evil machinations well I mean you can couple that with the fact that we'll never have an accurate uh, number or statistic for how many shitty terrible people there really are in the world right because a 6,742 a, no. we know for a fact in the world like monster people like like serious we should probably fucking worry about these people 6,732 which know. is strangely 0. 0. also <laughs> the exact number of years this planet and all of existence has been a thing that's right this flat earth that we all exist that's on that's right mm -hmm. this flat and hollow earth horizonless hmm so beautiful to witness the illusion and and computer program in it's action. It's just good that we're awake. That we. No, I'm sorry, not awake. That we're woke. Woke and we're totally woke about the woke things didn't. that are happening here, except for the the stupid uh, flat Earth thing. That's, that's not true. And neither is the <laughs> hollow thing because that's fucking retarded too. Yes, I said retarded. Fucking deal with it, you stupid retard. Oh please, Don't bring please, that shit here. please, that's please bring that shit email. here. Please email us or comment on any of our fucking. Have you fucking guys really stooped to um, saying the R word? Yeah. When it when it Please. really really presents itself as a necessity, yes. Oh no! Don't no! Don't comment on that, you fucking baby. Comment on the fucking flat Earth or hollow Earth thing. It's it's you you have said you You've resorted to insulting people to get them to respond to you. Who's that a result? Who's that? Who's that an insult to? Fucking it's gonna piss people flat off. Flat earthers, fuck them. They're retards. Whatever you know. I, no, well, but you had to use the R word too. Yeah, like, I didn't. I know I didn't have to, but it's it's more impactful. You're trying to elicit a it's response. It's more impactful and meaningful for me to say that than cunt. 
which is literally the only other fucking word I could say to those people is, is that, that they're fucking retarded cunts. Jason and I are fans of, of language. And, you know, we have vocabularies and we use said vocabulary correctly. What the hell are you talking about? He means you know, that I wouldn't say the R word unless I absolutely thought it was ne- it, it was necessary. I'm saying no, that, I know that the okay. R word, and I, I, I would love to use a, a dumber face, but I can't muster up a, a more doofy fucking face to use it. The fucking R word has a clinical def is a clinical word. It has a definition that is not negative. You could call anybody well, I mean, anything and make it but fucking if negative. If people take it that way, then it it, Who it gives it, a fuck it, how people take it. You know it. what? The because problem. Because then that's the way that the word then that that ha, that encompasses the word more about what it actually is because that's the way people respond to it. Of, it doesn't well, matter what the word is. It has always been that way that if you call somebody that particular word and they are not clinically that. You know, uh, let's say handicapped yeah. in that way. They're not mentally handicapped in any Of way. course, it's derogatory and they get upset about it. However, but the it fact has that we never... would never call a mentally handicapped the R word ever. No, of course not. Nor are we ever making fun of no, that handicap or that fucking awesome people. clinical issue. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. What I'm getting at, though, is that it has never had such a stigma to it. <clears throat> that it is just unacceptable in all of fucking society to use that word ever for any reason, unless you're talking to a fucking doctor or you're telling somebody about your well, child. Well, I never said that, but this is like you that's know, how it's made out to be radio, now, though. thanks to you know, these fucking crybabies. Honestly, we're on NPR; they'd be in trouble. These fucking crybabies on the internet that make such a big goddamn deal see, about everybody's but you feelings. But saying that because it's to me, I was just in my head comparing it to like. Um, so like the rebel flag, right? And no, okay, it technically doesn't have like a meaning, it mean that you're racist, whatever, I mean, right off the bat. But that's does. the intention that it drives across. Well, sure, because and so of... therefore, it's not okay. Well, I think that really. anybody that's you know? flying the rebel flag is saying to the world, hey guys, white people, right? They're, well, that's what I'm best. saying, but it doesn't technically mean that. I mean, I think it's right. It does not. It's a it's, it's a symbol of it's history. It's a symbol of the slave owning. We still want to own slaves, no matter the fuck what. So much that we'll start a war and fight our own countrymen. The fucking swatch of land that we live in now. That is specifically what that flag means. Point There's is. nothing about that flag that doesn't mean. I want to own human beings that I think are not real human beings because they're not my color. That wasn't literally the only reason for that that's, fucking... That's the only reason for the Confederate flag. No. I mean, I mean for the fucking Civil War. That wasn't the only reason for the Civil War. And even no, I didn't say it. We were talking the flag. The flag right. And the flag was the flag created is... for the South. The South that wanted to against the North was the slaves. fucking Civil War. That wasn't the only reason yeah. for it. So that, that was wasn't the, the reason for the flag the being created. No, no, no. It's like it doesn't matter. The flag was created to represent the, the exactly. The it wasn't that created to, to represent specifically people that want to fucking be fucking slave-owning racists. But it only represented the people that wanted to still be slave-owning racists. No, people were no. drafted into the war. No, it didn't. There's tons of people that fucking lived in the South that, that didn't, didn't want to fight. Mm. 
how do you think they got so many people it's to a, fight? Like, but I mean, it's a simple numbers that the game. The South that. succeeded was to they didn't succeed. Con- not succeed. Succeed oh, was to continue the ownership of a lesser form of human being, so they thought, which is inherently racism. That is neither here nor there. The I history and creation and of the flag and everywhere. was strictly to represent yeah. the South being separate Maybe from the North. Each day Period. Regardless. It's now used in this way. Right. That's the way that it's taken. Fucking so digressing back to the R word. It's mm-hmm. not created to be derogatory. I like that you said word. digressing back to you instead of, but I digress. Fuck that. Any, no, that makes me happy. Thank you. Anyone. Well, thank, thank you for thanking me. Yes. Anyone can use any word derogatorily. Now going back to, which I didn't know you were recording, uh, my uh, telling you about that fucking Japanese study about water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Any word can be said, whether or not it's a positive mm-hmm. word with a positive definition or negative in such a way that... So if I say to the water... Hey there, you stupid little fuck. I love you. You fucking hate you. So whatever. Um, it's gonna still obtain the the negativity of uh, the it, words. Yes. No. no, no, that you can't just the hear feeling the words. of it's your. It's, it's not that it can't hear it. It's, it's that it can't your, understand it. It's because it's, it's yeah, Japanese. Your output. But what if I said it in Japanese? It's whatever actual vibe energy right. you are putting into it doesn't matter what words it is that's why that was the most important part of the study was that they reversed so if i scream at it you're the best i love you you're so good. great you guys throw me off man i cannot remember why i even he brought that, that shit he up. does it on purpose all the time i know and Both it fucks me up he knows it fucks me up he knows I am. I am and he knows it makes me want to punch him in a fucking left testicle you know what stop hand me a bag of fucking chips already it's your intent. Why did I bring it up, though? What the fuck was the I point? I'm not the one that fucking went Dogs way are off the same way. Because of the, because of the R word. And plants. We were talking about the R word because we called the people that would still believe him after such a long time and so much evidence. Uh, I called them retarded. Yes, There's a thank difference you. between that and ignorant. Did you tell me that one time? Of course there is. There's, yeah, there's two different definitions. Stupidity and ignorance is one is is willful, the other is is, oh. is stepping on fucking goddamn bags of chips. <laughs> no, those are completely different words. <laughs> completely different. But my my point, I suppose, was just to say that if you have listened to the show and more than two episodes i'm sure we've said it on at least 20 or 30 because we have so many episodes at this point we don't give a fuck what you think this show is for us to enjoy yeah doing what we do and i just had to say something you cry about it if you want to not specifically you. there had to be i think i felt like there had to be a discussion i mean that we acknowledge that at least right um, no because uh, I uh, feel better about it. But I'm glad that you do. I'm yeah, glad that yeah. we had the discussion. I think it's indirect acknowledgement that some people don't like it and some people might be offended by it. By me coming out and saying I don't really give a shit what you think. Uh, so that is kind of acknowledging that you may have a problem, but also nipping it in the bud right, immediately exactly. by saying, "Yeah, yeah. just throw it out there." That throw yeah. it off. like yeah. in, unless yeah. unless you're job title is judge I don't really fucking care what you have to say or 
something like that is I care what you have to podcast say. Podcast-wise. But I we want to hear what I you care. have to say so we can comment back. Yeah, because we And they say they don't care, but they really do So care. email us at snhnsnpod <laughs> at gmail.com with right. all of your uh, hate speech uh, against Chris, who is both Mexican and Italian. Um, not just Mexican, even though I attack that more than anything in the world. It's only because Why I feel a safe space. Us? What? You know, even. What? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But you have just listened to, hopefully, a well-edited and put-together episode of... See No, Hear No, Speak No. Oh my goodness. Y'all know, or most of you know, he's full of shit. It, in no way is this going to be a well-edited episode, so... It's going to be lazy. I, um... 25 luck. says he leaves it all in. <laughs> no, good luck keeping up with this fucking story and actually making heads or tails out of... It's going to be good, man. I mean, we speak English. Give me some credit. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> I'm not sure that's something to brag about. He's a whole bag of dicks. <laughs> I know. An entire bag. A whole bag of dicks. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eleanor loves me still. Hi, Ellie. So, I think for homework, what we should do until the next episode mm-hmm. is go and write down how any factors you could imagine that would have allowed this fucking wretched person to creep around for 60 years and do what he did. Touching 32 hospitals is only one thing. He did many, many more things outside of hospitals. Oh, God, the BBC episode is going to be rough. Dude, he, he, I mean, just like all the uh, uh, the fucking uh, bands and musicians and those kind of celebrities, he did that kind of shit, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that that kind of, yeah. This man was super active. So yeah, Prolific, even. Think of how many factors could go into it. I bet there's about a fucking million. Yeah. Or 40 million pounds worth. And then we'll do, like, a bottle sort of thing on the next show where we'll all have our list and, like, we'll scratch off the ones that are matching and then, like, whoever has the most words at the end. So we're not going to play boggle? Is that what boggle no. is? I thought it was, like, charades. No, it's finding words in a grid. He's full of shit, obviously. That's a crossword. I don't know that he is. I have three different boggles. I, I don't think he is. I got little I boggle, regular tripping. boggle, and jumbo boggle. That's mind boggling. I want to play boggle. <laughs> I fucking love boggle. Me too. Countdown. Three, two, one. You guys are whores. I don't think you said the end of the. Uh, <laughs> I did. Of the, of the yeah, he said. Oh no, I didn't. Didn't you? Didn't. You know what? Son no. of a bitch, lawyer. God damn it, you guys. Stop it. Oh, Wait, you guys hold on. Me. Three, two, one. Editing. Unedit. Edit. Go. I blame everything on everyone, and I am never responsible for anything fucked up that that happens, mm-hmm. unless I personally take credit for it. Allegedly. Uh, no, no, no. This is this is absolutely true. Uh, <laughs> UFOs. Fuck Jason. That's <laughs> also absolutely true. Uh, and next time, perhaps, there will be UFOs, conspiracies, and murders. Although, next time will be part two, so there won't be any of that. But it's still going to be fun. Countdown. Three. Jason's nipples. Two. I have two of those. And one testicle is the amount that Chris has. You had that in common with Hitler. You keep bragging about it. I don't know who cares. 
Good night, children. Don't <laughs> say cho. That's a bad See, word. See, I knew it was That's an awesome you. word. Did it actually yeah. pick that up? Uh, yeah, it picked up at the very end. Chowed. No, my oh, whisper. Yeah, your whisper too. I'll okay. make sure it picks it up. Whatever. I like chowed. I haven't heard that word. She years. thought it was something different. She thought it was the taint. I'm like, that's not a chode. A chode is a... Well, a, I just had them mixed up. ...an underformed, basically, clit penis. No. Yeah, look up chode on your phone. Oh, it Go. is. The look it up. The yeah, look it up. Look it up, bitch. He's right. I am right. We've had this conversation and argument and I resolution. I feel like I was there even. never right. Does it have two different two definitions? Sometimes. Is it really hoping that I've left enough in to fade out? Recording. Stop. Stop.